Hi everyone, welcome back to the Tea Pod. Today I am here with the beautiful Athena. She is the founder of Decadent Dough here in Montreal, and I think you're the cookie queen. I literally call you the cookie queen. Um, I just want to thank you again for taking the time for being on my podcast today. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. But I mean, the weather's not so nice today. No, so, the weather's not nice at no, all. It's so gloomy outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you've been really busy because you, you have just opened up again. Yes. So I just started uh, officially this week, well, the, the week that just passed. Yeah. I started back up again and I'm basically booked up for all of June already. Oh so. my goodness. And how long yeah. were you off for? Um, in total, I think it was about two months that I was off. And oh, the wow. main reason for that was just because of the ingredients. Like you couldn't even buy eggs. You couldn't buy flour. There was no sugar. There was like complete shortages. So I was like, Oh my gosh. It, it was going to be impossible to find these things, you know, like yeah. I, I said, it wasn't worth it. I, my mom yeah. and I, obviously we are big <laughs> fans, but we were just wondering why it was closed, but that totally, totally makes sense. Yeah. And technically I wasn't supposed to be open because I was an essential service. So Oh, I, I took see. the liberty to kind of take that time off. I didn't want to be just in case, like even though I am home based and I'm not really dealing with the public in that way, I could have done like a contact contactless pickup, which is what I'm doing right now. Right. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't bother. I was like, just in case they do say something, at least I am following a uh, government uh, obligation. So yeah. Oh my gosh. And where, where do you get your products? Like, do you get everything in bulk or more it, like Costco, like more or less. A lot of things are online. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Oh my god! I, every time I'm like at Costco, they're like, "Do you bake by any chance?" And oh I'm my like, goodness! What do you think? No, I'm like, this is just for me. This is just for like a dozen cookies, you know, just to make it home. Just yeah. So online, like stores, um, Costco. Like honestly, like where I could find my products. It's not necessarily one specific store. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even sure if like wholesalers, like big wholesalers would even supply me just because I am home-based and oh. they would probably need like a minimum of like X amount of flour or right. I, I haven't looked into it enough, but Costco right. is honestly the best in terms oh, of- Oh no, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like I said, I have been a big fan for a very long time and I want to know the backstory about how Decadent Dough became where it is today. And okay. I was just- yeah, just tell me. <laughs> so Decadent Dough um, actually was, it really began with like obviously a passion, like most businesses start, it's something, you know, you're interested in. And I, I have been baking since I was about, I want to say 10 years old. And I would literally try to recipe, like make recipes, my own recipes, like random cookies, like not even knowing like how to make any desserts. I would just try to make them up myself. So that was those were disasters, obviously. They never turned out, like, good. Um, but, yeah, it started out with that. And then eventually, like, I started baking, like, just, you know, using legit recipes online. Yeah. Um, and people love them. I've always got great feedback. Again, mm -hmm. I'm not taking credit for those recipes. They weren't my own. <laughs> right. But I did enjoy it. And then eventually, I literally found myself making cookies, like, probably 95% of the time. Like that was my favorite thing to make. I would get like creative. I started with the actual, um, the Nutella stuff cookie. That was like one of my first oh cookies. Oh my gosh. And I started making, and this was like, 
probably, I don't know, like maybe eight years ago or so. Um, So I started with that. And that was my first uh, cookie that I wanted to add on my menu when I did start Decadent Dough. So um, that's basically it. It was just like a passion and it was really on a whim. Like there was no like set plan when I was like, oh, like I'm going to start this business. Like this is my business plan. This is what's going to happen in like X amount of years. No, like it wasn't like that at all. It was really just um, like talking, you know, in conversation with my boyfriend and his mom. They're like, you should start selling your goods. And I was like, uh, like I'm oh. like I don't have time for that I was a full-time student I was like yeah. I don't have time for that and I was working at a daycare at the time I said to myself I was like there, there's absolutely no way I could commit to like a business where I thought I was gonna make like maybe two three dozen a week and behold it turned into <gasps> a full-blown business so yeah. yeah and you graduated from Concordia last year yeah exactly so a year ago in 2019 yeah okay and what did you graduate in I did a human relations but my goal like, was to continue in human resources. So I might still go back to school for that. Um, <laughs> okay. More of a certificate than anything. Yeah. Um, just to have, you know, you never know, like as no, backup, um, if I decide in the future, hopefully not. Yeah. I don't want to do that in dough, but um, it's just something that did interest me as well. So I might go back. Who knows? Okay, Who knows yeah. what the future holds? <laughs> <laughs> and... From what I know, you are home-based. So how did your family feel about you starting the business from your family home? Well, the thing is, like, they weren't upset at all. Like, they were completely okay with it because they thought it was going to be such a small little business, (laughs) right? So they said, yeah, "Yeah," like, sure, but Athena, don't go in, don't go in, like, uh, quit your job or whatever. Like, don't, like, focus on school. Still make, like, school your priority. So, and again, they thought really it was something like a side thing. And so did I, like, I did not expect to be doing what I'm doing right now. If you had asked me four years ago, yeah. <laughs> not even a clue, not even an idea in my head, but, um, they were, they were super supportive. I can't, I can't say they weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they saw like things were getting way busier, they even built me a kitchen in my basement. So I actually <gasps> work in my basement now rather than no in the, like the main kitchen. So they're obviously really supportive. Like I took over yeah. the whole basement. I can't. <gasps> oh I can't my say. goodness. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're definitely my number one supporter. <laughs> so I saw you post on your story the other day. You had like three of those big KitchenAid mixers going. That. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's down. That's in my, with my kitchen. Oh. Um, and I even have like a smaller one. So a fourth one. And I just got like a handheld mixer too. Like <gasps> another one. So basically there's like five in total. The three I use mostly like for the dough the other smaller ones are for things that like uh, if I make like a cream cheese icing for like the red velvet cookies for example stuff like that so so I have those on hand too and do you have like how many ovens do you I have have two ovens I have two ovens that I use yeah wow but they're not like they're not commercial like they're just Mm -hmm. home baked like home like conventional ovens yeah yeah yeah. just because I actually am not even technically allowed to have that type of oven well you are it's just that you have to change like your whole um, why, like the, the voltage in your home. You don't even know how the cookies are going to turn out, if you're going to like the oven or not. So I said, if I'm going to go that way, it's probably going to be in like an actual shop in a, in a, in a space, in a commercial no, space. of course. You know? And you posted that right now you're starting up, but you're doing it all alone. But do you usually yeah. have help or? Yeah, yeah. So I usually have like one to two girls helping me and I even have my <sighs> my amazing grandmother she helps me out with like more like the cleaning like things like that I think that takes a lot of time so yeah. between baking like making the dough uh, packaging 
making mm -hmm. even just the balls like that is the most time consuming uh, part of it all I would say you definitely need help like the, like of doing course. this by myself right now is going to be a challenge for sure yeah um, so yeah we'll see <laughs> wow wow and you said when you were younger you would try out a bunch of recipes and stuff but right now how do you come up with your recipes like the ones that stick and make it to the menu um so basically it's really like ideas that I get you know, inspired by maybe traditional desserts, just inspiration from like already, des like already made desserts. But I really do try to keep things like as simple as I can. Mm -hmm. um, that's my style, I would say. Just, you know, getting really good quality chocolate and letting that come through in the cookie rather than overpowering it with like, just like other little add-ins, you know, or like really, yeah. really sweet stuff. So, you know, I have the Nutella stuff cookie. I like mainly have the Nutella inside. I have the cookies and cream cookie. It's like, Oreos mainly and then white chocolate and right. a little bit of milk chocolate. So right. that's how I try to do it. <laughs> oh, pause. I need to ask now, what are your top three flavors? Okay. So I would have to say, so the cinnamon roll isn't officially a flavor, but I'll, I'll put it up there. Okay. Like cinnamon roll. Mm -hmm. um, I like the ch chocolate peanut butter fan. And if you know um, the chocolate peanut butter ice cream from Baskin Robbins, it really tastes similar to that. So that's oh my favorite my ice cream goodness. in the world. So I would yes, say like that. that also up there. And then, and then the third one is the, um, it's like my, my signature DB chunk, I call it. It's basically, it's like, like three types of milk chocolate. So you have Belgian, uh, Swiss and, uh, Swedish. So like really oh like good, gosh. high quality chocolates. And mm -hmm. I sprinkle like a tiny, tiny bit of sea salt just to balance out that sweetness and, I, I like a good classic flavor like that. So you can't go wrong with a milk chocolate cookie. You know, it's so basic, but it's still so good. It's the best. Yeah. Exactly. So where do you want your business to be in the next few years? Or where do you see it going? Because you said four years ago, you couldn't have seen yourself here. So I'm sure it's hard to imagine like in the future where you said you might want to go back to school. You don't know. But right now, where are you thinking you could take it? Look, ideally, like in a perfect world, I would love to have like a trendy little cookie shop. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually, you live in London, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if you know uh, Creme in London. It's a yeah. new cookie place that opens mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. That like is, before they even opened, that was what I had pictured in my, you know, delivering cookies within the area or whatever within Montreal. Mm -hmm. and like those they have like the cutest boxes I know um, they're really cute and it's tiny know, it's tiny it's, and the line small. goes down the road exactly like you don't need anything huge um in my opinion because I've, I've also been to quite a few places in within New York mm -hmm. um but that would be like the ideal dream um I do know that this type of you know store is very like it's it's very time consuming. Like I don't of want to say course. time consuming. No, it's like physical. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of oh, yes, physical, yes, yes. Like labor, physical you know? of course. It's yes. Like, so that's, that's the only thing. It's not that I'm scared of that. It's more, if you know, you want to have a family, eventually these things like mm -hmm. it are something that might be more difficult to do and mm -hmm. to like balance out. But ideally that that's what it would be. And again, like, in Montreal, like we, we do, we are a great city. Like we are known for our food and stuff, but it's mm -hmm. more of like, oh, location wise, like where would I go? Where would be the perfect spot? Mm -hmm. So all those things come up. Um, but yeah, ideally, like if I could do anything, if you ask me like 
what would you do right now? Um, yeah. It would be to open up. And I have considered it many times. Like even at this stage, I have talked mm-hmm. about it with my parents and trying to even think about, you know, space wise where I would go. Um, but this is, I think, something down the road, especially with what's happening now in the world. I don't think that's on my mind right now. Right. Um, right. I do have my website that is going to be like launched very, very soon. I'm just fi- fixing those last minute details. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be like cool because you can order online. So it's going to be more of an online shop, but right. obviously still like home base. But yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Because right now to order, we have to fill in a form, right? Well, so usually it would have been email. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the form because it is keeping it a little bit more organized for me during this time mm-hmm. when I don't have help. Um, and people can just fill in like the next available Friday or the next available Saturday or the next available Sunday, for example. So that okay. allows me to fit them in easier. And, you know, if someone is a little bit more flexible in terms of like, let's say, which like any day, like, cause there, there's also that option. It says any day, like, oh, okay. um, so that makes it easier for me. Cause I can maybe fit them in on a Friday versus mm-hmm. someone else would definitely need a Sunday. Um, and then there's also the flavors. So the more flexible someone is with flavors, um, oh, the easier it is to fit them in because I do make my dough fresh. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part of like why I might book up weekly. People don't really know the process, but it's just, um, let's say, you know, you make X amount of dough this week. Mm-hmm each batch makes a certain amount. Well, I try to like fill in those, ba- like those batches before I'm like using a new one, if that makes sense. So I'm yeah. not going to like make a whole batch of six new, like um, 60 Nutella for six Nutella. Right, you know right, right. So then they kind of go to the next week because if I'm like really okay. close to reaching that capacity of what I know I could handle, mm-hmm. um, I'll just go to like the next week. So, oh, that's so good to or, know. or the next day, whatever, depending yeah. on, depending on which day they even need it for. And because my podcast is going to be all about female empowerment, I was just wondering how you feel being like a female brand owner and if you have any tips for people that want to branch out and want to start their own brand. So obviously it is amazing to say, you know, I own a business and I did this all by myself and I did mm-hmm. it at such a young age too. I started at 20, I just turned 25. So well, so yeah, I was 20, like almost turning, almost turning 21 actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been almost four years I've been doing it and I have to say like, it is quite amazing. And I look up to so many other female entrepreneurs that I've seen, like, especially the ones who are baking, um, some really big ones in New York that I like that yeah. inspire me so much. Um, and you know, like a tip, like, I, I guess what I could tell people who do want to start their own brand or or a business of any sort, um, I would say is to find something that you're passionate about. That's the easiest thing you could do because you'll love it. You'll like, there's as hard as it will be, you'll Mm -hmm. still love doing whatever you're doing. Um, and that's, you know, that's basically it. I like, there's nothing more I could say, like, and you have to find something that you truly do love. Um, whether you even decide to like start a small business on the side, like, like I did. Um, that was, that was just a passion. It wasn't, I felt your passion coming from it. Like my mom and I, that is why we're attracted to you as a person, but you you see it and you taste it in your cookies. I swear. (laughs) Well, you got you and your mom. I like, I've known you guys for four years. You guys have been amazing clients for four years. And (laughs) honestly, like I really do appreciate those people who have been um, Mm -hmm. a part of like my journey because I've grown in the last four years. You know, when I first started, there was like there's so much that has changed, you know, I've learned new techniques. I've learned about myself as a business, as a, as a person, as a business person. And 
I'm still learning. Like it's still going to be like a process, you know, I'm yeah. still going to learn every single year. So it is, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Um, I'm going to test you a little bit because I haven't been home in so long, but you are, you are the OG. You are the OG cookie queen here in Montreal. But I have noticed that there are a bunch of other cookie places, not original popping up now. And everyone is also home as well baking. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. was just wondering how that affected your business or how it makes you feel, how you, you might overcome it. So I think with any business that you start, if it's a, a business that's high in demand or something that's trendy or something that others will see that is doing well, mm-hmm. people will do it. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. I could have, you know, I, I'm not the first person who came up with cookies. Yes, I might be the first one in Montreal, I would say home base because there is Flix mm-hmm. and Orton who I also like look up to. Flix and Orton yeah. is a huge company within Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just went with a very different style from Felix and Orton. I wasn't trying to like do exactly what they did. I did a little bit of a thicker cookie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, I didn't even expect it to come to this point. Right. So what I have to say is basically everyone's going to have their clientele. Everyone's going to have their style. Um, I try to stay as original as I can and like stay true to what I like believe um, is important to me and my brand. So, you know, my ingredients, um, like quality. So like fresh baked, same, like bake the same day. Like yeah. I don't really, I've had um, a lot of people ask and like request for me to ship it, let's say within Canada. And oh. I just don't think that is what my brand is at right now or mm-hmm. what I necessarily want it to be just because my brand is about um, freshly baked cookies. So I don't want them to arrive in two days, like whether, or like just that way. Do you understand what I'm saying? So no, I know. for me, for me, like I'm sticking to what it is right now. And I think that's what works for me. I still have my loyal clientele like you yes. and your mom. Yes. Um, I still have a lot of other amazing loyal supporters uh, mm-hmm. from the beginning. Like I can't, I can't say it's affected me in any way. Even I was so humbled to see when I started back my business, how many people wanted right to order for me. Right back on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many people were like, yeah, like they were, they were like, oh my God, we missed you. We missed you. Like, I'm so happy. Like I missed your cookies. And it just feels so, so amazing that people could feel that way. Like, cause yeah. obviously sometimes you do get discouraged with anything you're doing. And I, I'm going to be completely like transparent about that. There are days that I feel like they could be better or I could do better myself. Um, but at the end of the day, like this kind of feedback is what keeps me going. And this is like why I do what I do. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not just because like, I just want to sell something to, Oh, like it's all about the money. It's really just because I love making these products. I love making people's bellies happy, obviously yeah. satisfying <laughs> people's sweet tooth. Um, so yeah, that's, oh, that's I it. I really, that. there's, there's not like much to say, you know, um, mm-hmm. competition is, is it with everything that you do and it actually keeps you, um, like going like harder, like working harder on your toes. You yeah. Know, on your toes. So it's, it's not a bad thing. Uh, I try to look at, look at it like as a positive thing at this point. And I truly do respect those other businesses because they have their own clientele as well. And I have, mm-hmm at the end of the day, like it's all about being original. So for me, like I try to be as original as I can. Yes. And I would hope the same from those businesses as well. Of um, course. If that, that makes sense to you. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Yeah. And so you have taken two months off. Mm-hmm. How, how was that time with the family? How was your quarantine mood? How have, how was it? Was it like a nice break? 
It was definitely a much needed break, I have mm -hmm. to say. Um, but I think as like the rest of the world, it was obviously very anxiety provoking this time mm -hmm. um, because it was like the level of uncertainty, like we just didn't know um, when it would be safe. Like my parents also own a clothing, kids clothing business. Okay. So for them, it was very uncertain of what was gonna happen to their business um, during this time because they had so much merchandise that yeah. was obviously not being sold. It's a boutique, like it's, it's in Montreal. So especially there, like you didn't, yeah. like you, you can't open in general, but you definitely didn't want to even mess with that. Um, right. being in that area. So it was difficult. There was a lot of like stress, especially in the beginning, I have to say, um, for myself as well. Like there was a couple of weeks where I did struggle because I am an extrovert. Like I am a people oh. person. I need to be around people. Um, and I found myself becoming like really like isolated and kind of an introvert and something. And I, almost enjoyed it but I think it was just because of habit rather than actually enjoying it so right. it was weird to see myself in that stage because I'm always used to being so productive and you know like on my like on my feet doing something whether it's like baking whether I don't know like doing emails whether they're seeing it's seeing friends yeah. seeing cousins whatever it is it it was obviously hard for me uh, to adjust to that a little bit but having the family time I have to say was kind of like the silver lining of it all like oh, having dinner every single night with my parents and my brother was like this is weird but this is amazing like you know like we don't get to do this often because we have such different schedules all the time so yeah. that was the silver lining to all of it for sure oh that's so good yeah. and have yeah. you been doing any of like those online workouts or yoga classes or <laughs> so I no you play soccer do i played yeah i don't really yeah play soccer. Like, i played soccer in my backyard like, for, yeah. like, one second. um i i love soccer i do but i never like fully played on a team so i can't say like i'm a oh. soccer player of any sort um i just like sit there and like dribble it like i i, do, I enjoy that um, yeah but i didn't really do much in terms like working out and all that um i did use my own form of therapy which is baking so oh. i baked a lot a lot a lot yeah. a lot i baked even when I, you know, I was bringing it to like my cousins, just like leaving it at their doorsteps and like running away. Um, so I did bake, like I baked like so many brownies, so many banana breads as everyone did. Um, lemon loaves, cookies, obviously uh, we made, what else did we make? It was just like everything I can possibly think of. I wanted to try it. So like blondies, um, just, I don't know, I can't even think. Oh yeah, I came up with like a bunch of new recipes that I was debating, like oh eventually adding as like new yeah. flavors. Um, besides must have been such, yeah, <laughs> must have been such a good time to test things out. Yeah, exactly. So I took advantage of that time for sure. And mm -hmm. I, I, I did binge watch um, my favorite show ever, which is Friends. It always makes me feel happy. So oh gosh, I always yes. feel so happy. I needed a good laugh. So I would binge watch that, like not binge. I would keep it in the background just to like, you know, make me like laugh a little bit because we all needed that. Like it's a weird time for sure. Mm -hmm. For the mm -hmm. whole world like not like no single person is not feeling this right now so right um now it was it was good it was good to bake and do it like for me and not like you know like a pressure i don't know yeah what you know what i'm trying to say like it wasn't a job it was like i did it because i truly like just was you know it was just like a therapy therapeutic type of thing yeah of course really a way to keep yeah. you sane and calm exactly. during this period exactly, exactly. oh well that's amazing. And if you can tell everyone where they can find you on social media. <laughs> um, so my Instagram handle is Decadent Doe, uh, D-E-C-A-D-E-N-T-D-O-U-G-H dot M-T-L. 
Um, so that's my Instagram and then on Facebook it's Decadent Doe so you can find me through there and then my website soon will be decadentdoe.com so they'll be able to find me on my website really really soon okay oh my gosh that's amazing thank you so so much for taking the time to speak with me today thank you so much for having me Haley